spoon You're home for the stuff you're thinking anyway Hey everybody, this is Fish without Steve today. Steve, uh, Steve is... Well, he's not even phoning it in. He's just not uh, feeling well, not up to the uh, podcast, which I'm, I'm sorry about because we've got a, a pretty pinpointed issue here in the in the Earspoon, which uh, we're going to get into in a moment. But I want to let you know that the Earspoon is brought to you by Mocha Joe's Coffee and Serious Natural Remedies, so we want to thank them. Let's get right into it. There's a little something out there called the FCC Threat to Public Access Television core from our local uh, our local station here, the BCTV, Brattleboro Community Television, is joining us. She's the executive director, and she's going to basically kind of, we're going to do a little Q&A, and she's going to tell us what's going on. Welcome to the pod, core. Thank you, Fish. Great to be here in the podcasting booth. Isn't this, isn't this thrilling? Yeah. Tru- you, truly you... living the dream. <laughs> this is something else. <laughs> this is like a panic room? or yeah. <laughs> There are a few services left to be uh, soundproofed here. So No, that's, that's, but, it's above the mic okay, level, right. so we're, we should be good. Um, so, But if, if anybody can be critical about that, it would be core. <laughs> so I'm going to let that slide. Any, any of the layman walks in here talking about my level of soundproofing, I'm going to take issue with it. Uh, so, Core, tell us, tell us a little bit about uh, why we're here today. Okay. Well, um, we're here because the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, has proposed a rulemaking which I think in layman's terms is a rule change. Yeah. And, um, and that is to um, a, an arrangement and, and a, a law that was passed in 1984 called the Cable Act. And this was an act that funded public access or community media stations uh, nationwide by saying that uh, in exchange for using the public rights of way for the cable companies to actually li- physically lay out their cables, right. that there would be a public good that would be also funded by that, mm-hmm. and that 5% of cable subscriber fees would be passed through by the cable company to the municipality or, in our case, to a nonprofit to administer to run a public television station. Right. Community television station. Sorry. Um, and so again, this is not the cable companies paying, it is the cable subscribers paying right. and that you money and, me. and that money is being passed through to fund stations like BCTV, Fact TV, Cat TV over in Bennington. Um, there's 25 stations in Vermont and thousands of stations across the United States. So no matter where you're listening to this, if there's a public access television station that you enjoy watching, they are in, in, indeed impacted or infected by this uh, soon-to-be ruling, which, uh, as you and I discussed in your office, was that last week? Um, it had to be because today's Monday. Um, so that that this is really looking like it's going to pass in the summer. Um, that is what's anticipated. Um, and that is the rule that's being proposed, and this is a little arcane, um, but basically the law provides for the pass-through funding but it also provides for some in-kind services to be given by the cable company, such as connecting right. our studio where our programs are made to their head end so that the programs can go on a cable. The bandwidth that our channels take up on their, uh, on their system, those kind of things. Also things like free internet for schools and some of the other things that municipalities want. Right. Um, and the rule that's being proposed is that the cable companies could assess a value to those in-kind services, any value, 
and that they could then charge against, uh, charge that value against the subscriber fees that are passed on. Right. In which could potentially just eliminate the funding. So, so and 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 how they eliminate the funding. So there's that free access, that in kind, and I use we use the air quotes on that, right? That in kind, uh, and then the five percent. So what what we're thinking is going to happen here is that in kind service will now be charged for. Oddly enough, most likely it'll cost you roughly that five percent that you're getting paid if not more because this is a capitalistic world that we live in and there's that and the what are the big three cable companies we got um we got time warner um xfinity comcast yep, yep. and who else it's verizon verizon all right so uh the fcc as many people know is um is right now uh the the commissioners are telecom executives, our former telecom executives. Oh, so oh, so oh, for a minute I thought that there were, might have been some sort of a kind of a conflict there, but no, it sounds like that that's there's no and, conflict there. And this is the reason that we had the net neutrality decision, which that's still a thing. was uh, when everybody in the country wrote in to say keep net neutrality, and yeah. the decision was made anyway to go in favor of the quote unquote free market. Right. Um, so. This is, um, you know, public access television is a public good that was extracted um, back in the day when you could do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that public good is threatened. And, and I do have to say, if anybody's out there listening to this thing, thinking that uh, we're just railing against the uh, current administration, that's my job. That's not CORE's job. I will rail against it. This has all got to do with deregulation. Um, put forth by the Trump administration that is causing these problems. And if you don't think that this is an assault on the First Amendment rights, you're completely incorrect. This is just a small step of taking back what what is not theirs and trying to take ownership of it. Um, I, I lost my train of thought on, on what I wanted to say, but that's okay. It'll, it'll come back. But it's it, this is a this is a real problem, and this is just something else where you got your top one percent controlling what the rest of the 99% want to do. Because we talked about this. There's really only three people out there in favor of this thing with hundreds of thousands of people who are not. Well, and that's that's at least what I'm seeing from my desk. I mean, I'm seeing an extraordinary amount of letters, emails coming in to me from people I don't know, I've never even heard of, who right. are writing to the FCC on behalf of tiny Brattleboro, Vermont right, right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are not my members. These aren't my producers. These aren't people I even know. So these are, um, these this, are is, concerned this citizens. is how you know that um, that our public access station impacts a much wider swath of audience than you think. Um, you know, I had some people going back and forth on Facebook saying, it's no problem. I'll just watch the select board meeting online. I don't care if this, this rule is made. I'm telling you that program will not be there to be watched. Right. Yeah, so th- this is not a this is not a gee do I want a Whopper or a Big Mac conversation. This is gee I'd like a burger, yeah, too bad conversation. So if you want to see what's going on at those select board meetings, you're going to have to attend in person. Right. Or you're going to read the reformer. Mhm. Um or you're going to read the minutes. Right. And though that's your three options. Those that's it. 
So, I, you know, I know that, that uh, my wife and I will hunker down on a Tuesday and, and we will we will watch. Uh, <laughs> no, it, but it's interesting, you know, and I miss we, we have a local character here uh, who used to watch him. I don't know that he does this anymore. He would be at home watching him and then he would burst in. I was watching this at home and you're wrong. You're dead wrong. And I mean, and that's the kind of stuff that public access television gives away. Now, I don't want to paint a grim picture. This is your livelihood. I know that. Yeah. If this ruling goes through and they set a date saying, yep, we're going to put this in effect on this date, that is effectively your last day on the job. Uh, that could be true. I, right. What we are expecting and the reason that we're asking everyone, even all of you who are listening, to file a letter with the FCC by the end of this Friday at 11.59 p.m., mm-hmm. um, and the instructions are at brattlebrotv.org. Right. Um, is so that we have um, those letters for an appeal process. Right. And if you're listening in Santa Monica, California, or uh, Portland, Maine, or anything, you can go, I'm guessing, to your lo- your other local access television w- website and, and find this same information that's pertinent to your TV station. Right, Cora is just the only one who was willing to come in and sit in my little panic room with me and talk because she feels safe. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we encourage you to do that. Now, I did mine on Sunday night last night. It took me ten minutes. Yeah, it's it's an easy filing system. You can leave a lot of the fields blank. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, the the reason that we're trying to get these things on the record is for an appeal process to at least. Uh, if this decision goes the way it's supposed to, to have a stay mm-hmm. or an appeal, um, some some method for appeal. Um, I I think some people are just thinking that it's just going to go away or politically. You know, this is the same way I fed up, felt about net neutrality. Right. I was like, "You're oh come on, <laughs> this is not going to happen." <laughs> no, this is far from reasonable. Yeah, we don't have a thing to worry about. No, they I did just what? thought. <laughs> I just thought, you know, people are advocates. People are advocating. We have professional advocates in our society. I just trusted that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just didn't believe that it was going to go that way, but it did. Yeah, no. So we, um, we, we live in a. And now the you know the state of Vermont tried to put net neutrality um, provisions in, and and state the state of Vermont's being sued over that. Yeah. So uh, this is serious business. Yeah, this is no joke. This is something else that we have never had to encounter in the world of free speech. Let's take just a quick break. Uh, When we come back, I want to talk about when that ruling is going to go down, what the stay, what the appeal all looks like. All right. And and I want to get back into more and more of of what it's going to take to get this letter and get the folks listening to this podcast uh, sharing this message. And what else this, you can do. Yes, and what else you can do right after this. Thanks for jumping on the pod with us, by the way. This is the Ear Spoon with Fish and Steve. One of our favorite things to do while we're doing the podcast, mm-hmm. drink Mocha Joe's coffee. We really need to get a sound effects library. <laughs> All right, but that was inadequate, but it was real. It was real. Authentic. And, and Mocha Joe's uh, has, has started here in our little hamlet of Brattleboro, Vermont in yes. the late 80s and yes. has boomed. And they uh, they do all kinds of great uh, products and just have swag. You can go to their website, mochajoes.com, yeah. order coffee by the pound. Uh, and we uh, we eat it by the pound here. We do. I don't. I prefer just to eat the beans straight. Straight. No, a crunchy, not a little true. bit. One of my favorite things about Mocha Joe's is mm-hmm. the fact that they support the the farmer. 
Yeah. You know, they really do. They have the fair trade coffees that they, they go after all the time. They're constantly uh, traveling around and... Yeah, and I got to say, that, I mean, that's one of the first places I ever heard of the term fair trade. When I first got here 20 years ago, they were talking about this well before, I think, a lot of other people. And certainly it's now quite a thing. But being hip to how you supply your people and your, your customers and caring at all. And also, I mean, it ultimately winds up being a good economic choice, but they're just it's the rightest thing to do. And, and, and farmers get kind of screwed and Mokujos make sure that they don't. That's right. And it's one of the reasons why uh, we just love having them as part of the podcast and uh, hope to have them for years to come. Amen. So go check it out, mochajoes.com. If you live uh, here locally, of course, you just stop down at the little cafe. That's one of the coolest shops in town. Definitely is. Ceres Natural Remedies offers New England's largest selection of CBD products for health and wellness. With over 60 brands, we represent all methods of CBD delivery, including extracts, capsules, edibles, vape, topical, body care, and beverage products infused with hemp. We bring together artisanal quality and science-based healing. Experience the healing benefits of CBD for people and pets. Visit us in Brattleboro or at our flagship store, 190 College Street, Burlington. More at theearspoon.com Welcome back to the Earspoon. I am Fish. Uh, without Steve today, who uh, had to tap out on account of some sort of an intestinal thing, not that I will, uh, not that I will bear bear his soul for you. Uh, but we are sitting with uh, Core Trowbridge uh, from BCTV, which is our here where we uh, do the podcast from in the uh, beautiful Green Mountain State that is known as Vermont, Brattleboro, our little hamlet. Uh, Core is the executive director of our local television station, and they do a wonderful job. They do all the all the all the kooky things that you expect out of uh, out of out of public access television, but they also do a lot of really good things about. Um, nah, that's my phone. Don't okay. worry about it. Um, so they also do a lot of kooky things um, and, and a lot of really cool cool things. And um, so let, let's run down some of the really cool things that you do and some of the things that people could be missing should they, uh, should they decide to ignore this and not do their homework. Yes. Well, um, uh, a lot of what we're known for is for our municipal meeting coverage. Right. And that we've been talking about. That's gavel-to-gavel coverage where you're watching from the very beginning to the very end. And then you get to choose, you know, whatever you want to think, you get to think. Right. Uh, we're not editorializing. And those are, we cover about 20 meetings in our eight towns of Brattleboro, Vernon, Guilford, Dummerston, Putney, Newfane, Townsend, Jamaica. Right. Um, those are select board meetings, a lot of the school board or supervisory district Act 46 type meetings, um, and also um, the town meeting day. We cover all of the town meeting days. Mm -hmm. Um, We also cover um, programming from the schools, from the Brattleboro Union High School, Lane, Lennon, Gray. Mm -hmm. And that includes live streaming of their graduations and um, programming that they generate at the school. Um, And then finally, we have our public access um, version, part of our programming, which is more uh, like our volunteer producers who they come into BCTV, they learn how to use the equipment, they use how to learn how to use the studio, and then they make a show about whatever they want. We have a show about world music um, that's going on a couple, three years now, and it is now being seen in uh, across the country on, on public access television. Look at that. Um, and we have a talk show called Here We Are with Wendy O'Connell, um, Rotary Cares 
is a show about the two Rotary Clubs here mm-hmm. in Brattleboro. Yep. And we have Energy Week with George Harvey. That's been on for about 400 episodes now. Um, and that's weekly, uh, talking about energy issues. We have the Wyndham World Affairs Council. We have a, we have a couple of poetry shows because mm-hmm. we have the Vermont State Laureate poet, Chard Denord, lives in Putney. Okay. And he's got a couple of shows. We've got three church services right in Brattleboro alone. We've got a Guilford church service and one up in Townsend. Um, the Brattleboro Retreat has a show. We cover community parades. We cover concerts. We cover events of all kinds. Um, our volunteers are all over the place. All right. Um, so here's the thing. Let me just say that Core just ran down a great long list of things, which it may one thing may mean nothing to you. The other thing may say, oh, I didn't even know about that. I got to tune into that. This all is in play if this ruling stands. If they, if we, if there are not enough letters in there to make people, and this is, I have to imagine, I mean, with net neutrality, we discussed this before the break, with net neutrality, we, I know I didn't think it was going to pass. You didn't think it was going to pass. And you, and we are both certain, you don't have to whisper, (laughs) say it loud and proud. I mean, I really thought, no, no, that's safe. That's untouchable. Absolutely. You know, but I I have Um, to say, I keep getting asked and I keep saying one thing, I'm out of the prediction business. We live in some crazy ass times. And right now in this crazy ass time that we're living with, if you can, if you can just think to yourself, eh, you know what? There's enough people going to listen to this and do it. Don't assume that anymore. This is this is a boots on the ground movement, a an act that was signed in under a Republican watch by probably one of the most worst Republicans ever. Was it Barry Goldwater? Eighty four. In eighty four. I don't I think, think was, so. No. I, think, I thought it was. I'm pretty sure it was. Wasn't it? No, but I know it was signed in under the Reagan administration. That's probably true. Yeah. Uh, so that was. Uh, these are all the people that that got involved in this and thought that that was important then. Just to tell you um, how the party has moved in one specific direction. But there's something that just. This is some stinky cheese here, and I don't and I don't know what it's all about. But I know that if we are complacent this time around, if we just sit on our laurels and assume somebody else is going to do it, no. Uh, yeah, that's what I learned uh, that way. So that's why I'm out in front on this as much as I can be, mm-hmm. um, and uh, along with Vermont and the rest of the country. Yeah. Um, the other thing that people can do for listeners in this area, um, we are for the first time going to our select boards to ask for funding. Okay. Because in the past we've said, you know, what's great about BCTV is that we're not another nonprofit asking for funding from the various, you know, same people everybody else is getting funding from. Right. We are able to take those cable subscriber fees and leverage those to amplify um, the messages of the area nonprofits and people whose views they want to hear. But I, uh, but so now for the very first time this week, I'm having to go to select boards and say, um, the service that we've provided you in Brattleboro's case since 1976. Wow. And Brattleboro was the first public access station in Vermont. I did not know that. That is correct. Wow. And um, so the people of this town have wanted to use this tool for government transparency for a long time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm having to go to these uh, local governments and say, I'm sorry, but... Here's your cost. I'm going to have to ask you to um, to put something in your budget. Um, and 
This is not only because of the FCC, but we also have the issue of cable revenues de- declining because people are cutting the cord. Right. You know, I funnily enough have a lot of BCTV supporters who are like, it's great. I got rid of that whole thing. Now I just watch on Roku. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, thanks a bunch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Good for you. Well, me as an old radio guy, I hear that like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, listen to, I just listen to satellite radio. Yeah. Doesn't e- help me. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't help me. Same type of thing. So um, so that our cable revenues are, were beginning to contract a little bit mm-hmm. because of that trend. Of course, in Vermont, people are still waiting to get cable, some right. of them. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so it's well. been behind the national trend. Yeah. But... Um, but I'm saying that, you know, we we're, are funding from this one source, which is really a, an old technology, right. um, was, is, was going to be replaced by something else, um, going to have to be replaced by something else eventually, but it was going to be a much more gradual thing. Right. Um, so that was more of a squish, well, and can, this can, is more of a cliff. Yeah, you can, uh, yeah, again, I always like to use the, the thing, you can control your fall or fall off the cliff. You know, and so and you were hoping to be able to control your fall. Uh, but this is, as you just alluded to, this is just somebody walking to the edge and giving you a shove. So when, when, when is the ruling expected? It is expected in the summer. All right. So any like specific? I just don't know the date. June, July, August? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and what would a stay look like? Well, mm-hmm. I was told the other day that to, in order to get a stay, you have to have uh, proof of an, um, what was that term? Um, just a, 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 of a harm that can't be undone. Mm-hmm. How, do you, um, how do you prove that? Well, you could prove that once these stations are dismantled, you can't put them back together again. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not sure about that. Um, well, I, you know, let, let, let's, take a, let's take a really a good hard look at, at that. I mean, it's true. You can definitely throw up another BCTV. Absolutely. Uh, right here. Right here. Right in, in our, fact, right, now okay. that I've seen you got this, <laughs> go. we'll, <laughs> we're, we're moving just in. Just get ready. <laughs> you shouldn't have shown me this place. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Maybe we'll take some more soundproofing from, from your old studios. Yeah, yeah. I can fix that area. That area. Well, I'm telling you, that is not, it's, it's not TV. We don't need it up there. They don't even see it. You, they only see it now because you keep bringing it up, Core. <laughs> um, but so... If enough time elapses, so you have to assume that there'll be at least 90 days you'll be off before you could reorganize and get something else on and the funding that you would need and the boot and the soldiers and the boots on the ground and the da 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 to do that. And at that point, I don't think you can rebuild. I think you can build something new, but I don't think you'll ever have what you had. I mean, you've got momentum in this community. What you do is important and vital to this community. And I'm just talking to CORE now. I'm I'm assuming that the folks in Bellows Falls have it, in Bennington have exactly. it. Exactly. And that's that's just within people in the in the southern tier of Vermont, right? I mean, you go up to Rutland, you go down to uh into Taunton Mass, into you know, Nome, Alaska, all these people are now see like Alaska. Hawaii. Yeah, Hawaii. Yep. All these people with these local I mean, we would never, damn it, have Wayne's World if it wasn't for <laughs> <laughs> Or between the ferns. Yeah, see that right there between two ferns. It, those those kind con- <laughs> those conceptual things is and and they it's they're, they're a funny twist on what um what public access TV does and the quirky side of what public access you access could TV. say that YouTube 
came out of it Damn. because a lot of the YouTube programming is mm-hmm. basically people just saying, I'm just doing what I'm going to do. Right. So, and this is my voice. And this is my voice and, you know, and my four subscribers and I'm taking them with me. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's, it's, it's very true. So the, what, what you provide is, is, is critical to our town. Uh, I will argue that anybody who has a public access television, and no matter where you're listening to this podcast, that they have the same amount of impact in your community. So here in Brattleboro, you go to brattleborotv.org, and there is a banner, a graphic that says this is not a drill. A drill. <laughs> Click on that and do it. If you do it the way I did it, it'll take you 10 minutes. But I'm sure all of you are smarter, so it'll probably only take you eight. The other thing that you can do is um, at town meeting day, mm-hmm. when this funding request comes up, um, is to say something supportive. Right. Because uh, this is a tough, this is a tough ask. I know all of these small towns have very tight budgets. Right. And um, every dollar counts, and everybody's watching their tax bill, and. Um, and honestly, you know, it's it's tough to it go in tough. there and ask for anything because I know how hard it is for these um, municipalities to balance, balance their budgets with all the need there is out there. Um, but we, um, you know, we are just going to the towns and putting it out there and asking as reasonable amount as we can. And if you are at those meetings and you want to stand up and say this is an important um, public service, for our community, and I Co- want to see Core it keep is being, going. Core is being nice about this. What Core means to say is that <laughs> we need you to do that. All right. So Core is being too nice about it. This needs to happen. These are things that you need to be engaged in. Make a note. Stand up during town meeting and say <laughs> this. Uh, and we'll be there covering you. Yeah. While you say that. <laughs> yeah. There you go. That's the good part. So you can't even. You can't even. No plausible deniability for you. Although <laughs> even that's in play these days. So all right. So uh, BrattleboroTV.org. If you are in the Brattleboro area, seek out your local um, cable TV provider, um, public access. Excuse me, provider, and uh, go to their website. Find the same document in your community and send it in. This is or, too important. Or you can write in support of our comments. It's fine. Right okay. now, at this point in the FCC process, it doesn't we, matter you aren't submitting from- comments. You're submitting, submitting what's called reply to comments, which means you're writing in support of somebody else's comments. So you can still go to brattleborotv.org and write and follow the template and write in, su- in support of Brattleboro Community TV's filing. Because, yeah, the one thing it was safe to say that the message is going to be it's the same. The same thing, the which is vote no. We oppose this, this rulemaking for these reasons. This is your First Amendment rights, and you get to protect them by using the First Amendment. So go do it. Core, thanks for jumping on the program. Thank you very much. Did, Loving it. Did we need it? Really we love, it? Where's my office going to be? <laughs> I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. It's right next to the cleaning closet. <laughs> thanks for jumping on with us. Okay. Take care. Bye, everyone. This is, uh, you've been listening to a special episode of The Earspoon, and uh, we do. We want you to go there and support um, support Brattleboro Community Access Television, uh, brattleborotv.org. want to thank our sponsors, Mocha Joe's and Serious Natural Remedies. That's going to do it from here in The Earspoon. More at theearspoon.com.